page 131. Now the people sat in the middle of a reality they seemed only dimly to remember. Warmth surrounded them, and the pervasive damp which had followed them everywhere slowly rose skyward and returned to its ocean source. Their council seemed filled with accomplishment, for as they heard one another, everything around them slowly dried, and it was the thought of the whole people. Once all they carried with them was dry enough for comfort and for preservation to choose a center place closer to the stream. It was their thought that whatever might grow that could sustain life might more easily flourish near water. It was their thought that this land of less accessible water, the four-footed that Eagle implied, might more easily find their way towards snares set along water trails. Now the people specified a patterned exploration with stream as its center. One way and another they searched, seeking out roots and berries, slowly evaluating the nature of the gifts of a new land. Those shortened legs set snares along water paths, learning the nature of those recognizable only in that they also lived within a fur skin. Their patterns, too, were slowly identified. Similarities, too, and differences from those previously known became slowly apparent to those who carefully watched such things. Those of longer leg sought signs of the large heart of hoof. Those for whom the eagle had no regard. Those who might sustain a whole people for many days. Slowly the implications of bounty began to accrue. Those few stores left to the people at the end of such a long crossing were still apportioned over many days, for surely those who survived the crossing of the great dry place understood the possible effects of too rapid a transition from one food to another. Still, saving this previous bounty, the people were able now to sit in the midst of future stores slowly drying underneath a more cooperative sun. And slowly they were able now to increase today's sustenance, giving each earth self time to accept the nature of this change, remembering the pain of those who ate too quickly at the new grassland. And strength increased, and dryness became a custom. Small creatures came from time to night, from time to time. Small creatures came from time to time to offer themselves to snares, but none of the heart of hoof were yet located, and this was a great puzzle. We not yet know, one of the people pointed out, the nature of this place of the long cold that must surely follow, yet there is value in preparation, and surely a people who wove ropes longer than ever before envisioned have a need to identify shelter and the greater stores that the heart of hoof provide. And so it was that some of the people more carefully explored the rock walls around them, seeking the nature of a sheltered place. And others of the people walked far um, along, and others of the people walked far along possible trails seeking an understanding of the possible sustenance this new land might provide. 
Many days passed, and the surrounding air became cool indeed, before any, too large for snares, were perceived. There was motion in a distant mountain, and the memory of this image matched markings along the ground once this mountain was attained. Just beyond, the nature of rock made it difficult to follow the patterned wanderings of an unseen being. Just beyond, the nature of rock made it difficult to follow the patterned wanderings of an unseen being. Yet the markings perceived followed dimmer markings, and the nature of a trail was perceived. Some among this group of those who sought followed the direction taken by the last hoof marks, their purpose to identify possible destination. Some followed these same marks in reverse direction, their purpose to identify possible origin. Some took up watch along this first identified trail, waiting to learn what might approach and offer itself to pointed spears. Yet it was none of those, wait, but it was those who sought purpose who first began to learn the nature of these heart of hoof who might inhabit this great new great island. For they found solitary marks slowly increasing toward a valley, which only these marks showed them. And they found in a valley of sparse grass a number of past twice two hands of creatures not before seen. They found in a valley of sparse grass a number past twice two hands of creatures not before seen, twice the weight of sharp tusk each carried, so that any two of them might provide sustenance for the whole people for many days. Neither could it be seen whether these creatures carried with them as much of the soft part of meat as sharp tusk provided as an added gift for the long cold. Yet their fur was shaggy, indicating a great cold yet to be, and promising relief therefrom. It was their nature to scatter throughout this valley, and since it seemed they had arrived individually, it was the thought of those who watched that they might all too easily leave in a similar manner, in no way bringing themselves to the attention of these eaters of grass. Two among the watchers took word of circumstance to the watchers along the trail, and so word gradually reached those who sought the origin of the first trail marks, reached even the fire circle by the stream, so that all the people now sustained a watchful waiting in expectation of the return of those who sought the heart of hoof. And these watchful waiters at the edge of the grass valley maintained a patient silence, waiting for the great shaggies to show them the nature of their movements throughout the day, their patterned dance through life, with which these seekers, after a different nourishment, might cooperate so as to bring back to the people both the reality of enough today and the possibility of enough tomorrow. For surely I tell you now that these ones understood their precarious their precarious stand on the edge of a great cold. 
before them they saw more than enough to sustain a people. They not yet saw any manner of probable transition from Grass Valley to Fire Circle, and they understood the possibility of loss, great shaggies disappearing down many paths to find other more distant Grass Valleys, which none of the people might ever see. There were those who spoke for the deep dug pit, great shaggies disappearing as if down some chasm, but others spoke of difficulties inherent in digging at the edge of creatures you chose not to disturb, and wondered about the nature of maintaining quiet with such a task at hand. Others spoke of wading along a chosen pathway, pointed spears set firm in the ground. But others spoke of the sounds of alarm, and how creatures once disturbed may develop a certain weariness of action, making tomorrow more difficult than today. From these quiet discussions, the nature of the need of the whole people became apparent. Over many days and much searching, no other heart of hoof had been seen. Yet were these yet where these were found, surely somewhere there must be others, so that sustenance for the whole people until other great shaggies were found and their nature understood became a long rope stretched from here to there, which must be carefully and quietly woven by those who presently devised ways to carry enough of the heart of hoof from the valley to the fire circle from this valley to the fire circle. They discussed the nature of silence, of spears, and of the digging of pits until one among them, turning these images this way and that in his mind, created a new image never before seen among the people. Crafting it slowly in his mind, he added this element and that until he was satisfied within himself that such a pattern would enable would form a bridge from this valley to the people. And yet, he knew his task was not complete. Understanding the nature of discussion and of the many voices' wisdom that can ensue, he saw his present task as that of designing in the air a replicate image of his vision that all might see. Let them then speak, he said to himself, seeing perhaps some reality that has escaped my thought. And so they spoke, one after the other, in consonance with the pattern of his thought, polishing this or that action until the whole design lay before them, a design which they never had known before, and yet each element of which was recognizable to them. And so they dug quietly, not one great pit for shaggies, but many small depressions in the earth. Each such depression was edged with fallen trees and branches, gathered slowly so as to disturb the great shaggies in no way. Soft grass was also gathered and lay in mounds beside the low wall of branches, and when at last some familiarity with this patterned dance had been gained. Three among them were selected to watch the whole, waiting to see when great shaggies might stand beside each shallow depression, 
each such low branch wall. And when at last these three adjudge themselves capable of wisdom in this regard, each seeker settled himself within his hollow depression, settled himself behind his low branch wall, settled himself with his spear to listen for the triple call of Eagle's voice, for the decision to take those steps necessary to carry enough great shaggies from valley to fire circle to sustain a whole people through this great cold to come. And yet, listen, the wisdom inherited in this patterned action might easily be seen from here to there. Whoa, hang on. Each seeker settled himself within his hollow depression, settled himself behind his low branch wall, settled himself with his spear to listen for the triple call of Eagle's voice. For the decision to take these steps necessary to carry enough great shaggies from valley to fire circle to sustain a whole people through the great cold to come, and yet listen, the wisdom inherent in this patterned action might be easily seen from here. In the center of that valley, it was more difficult to perceive, and understanding grew more slowly than the telling of it. For it is one thing to turn patterns this way and that in your mind, seeking some new combination, and quite another for a whole people to perceive such an image, quite another for them to select to work together toward that end.'"